Lodge, please. A man of about forty was calling her, wearing a well-worn suit of once good pinstriped cloth. He didn't strike her as being important at first glance, and she thought he might be a clerk or something. Lizzie got to her feet and followed him, not into an office as she expected, but to a large room where two men and three girls were working at benches. Hats were in various stages of development, piles of them everywhere. The floor was strewn with bits of felt, silk, and cottons, and several pins. Girls were machining felt or sewing on feathers and trimmings, but the men were either cutting or shaping the hats with the aid of steamers and moulds. This is the workroom. It's where you'll be working if we were to take you on as our apprentice, Miss Larch. What do you think of it? Lizzie was fascinated. It's very busy, sir, and it looks interesting. Interesting, eh? Do you think you'd like to work here? Yes, sir, if I were given a chance. What can you do? My aunt taught me to use a sewing machine, but I'd like to learn all of it. The cutting and the shaping and the trimming. She hesitated. Then, I'd like to design hats, sir. Would you indeed? He asked, his bright, beady eyes intent on her face. He was a small man, wiry, with a thin face, hair that was receding at the temples, and faded grey eyes. Are you any good? I shouldn't think so, Lizzie said honestly. My aunt says it's a waste of time, but Uncle Jack says my designs look pretty. <laughs> the man grunted. Well, we stick to fairly basic shapes here, Miss Larch, but I like a girl with ambition. You know we pay our apprentices twenty-five shillings a week. Yes, sir, I know. But you pay more once I'm trained, don't you? If you finish your six months' training, I'll pay you thirty-five shillings. And if you see the year out, I'll pay you two pounds and ten shillings. After that, it depends how talented you are. Are you saying I've got the job? You're the only one who applied for it. The rest of them want to be seamstresses, he said. I'm Bert Oliver, and I own this workshop. We sell to the retail trade. I should expect you in at eight fifteen each morning. For a start, you'll be sweeping up and making tea, but we'll teach you what you need to know, and we'll see if you're any good. Yes, sir, Mister Oliver. Lizzie felt a tingle of excitement. Do I start on Monday? Do you have to give notice? I gave notice last week at the canteen and finished last Saturday. How old are you, Lizzie? I'm twenty next Saturday. His brows rose. You dress like a schoolgirl, Miss Larch. I thought you no more than seventeen at most. Lizzie was too embarrassed to answer, because her aunt made her dresses and was very strict. Aunt Jane insisted that Lizzie should always be modest in her clothes, and not attract attention. We expect you to wear a plain dark skirt and blouse for work. Or a smart black dress, and we provide an overall for in here. But you may serve in the showroom sometimes, and for that you must wear black.
I've got a grey skirt and some white blouses, if that will do. I prefer black, but dark grey will do for now. Very well, Lizzie. Bring all your details of previous work in on Monday and give them to Mrs Moore. She will see to your wages on a Friday. Yes, Mr Oliver. And bring some of your designs in if you want. I might have a look at them when I have time. Lizzie was still in shock. Thank you, sir. I shall look forward to it. Off you go, then. I'm in need of a trained seamstress and a cutter, though from what I've seen so far in the waiting room, that looks like being a hopeless cause. Lizzie returned to the waiting room, still feeling bewildered and unsure whether she was dreaming. Lizzie! Beth Court pounced on her. I got my job. What about you? I've been taken on as an apprentice, Lizzie said.